Hey everyone and welcome to episode 2 of the Focus On podcast. Um, our first episode went live just a few days ago and already we've had over 250 listens so just want to thank everyone who's listened so far and give us feedback. The response has been huge and we really appreciate it. Um, if you could do us all a favour, if you want to keep listening, please go to Spotify and click follow or go to iTunes and click subscribe and please leave us a rating. We're also now live on Stitcher for anyone using that app on Android. Um, the episode for this week is setting yourself up for success in the new year, whether you're starting new, starting over, or you've just set some new goals as a regular gym goer. We're going to discuss some of the pitfalls you should avoid, and then also just some good tips that you can implement to set yourself up for success. So I'm joined again by Dara. I'm going to throw it straight over to Dara and uh, get his opinion then on New Year's resolutions and maybe why people fail. Yeah, it almost seems to be a, a time of year now where the hardcore fitness heads almost scoff at the idea that someone might want to change their their life for the better you know the new year new me brigade hashtag but you have to look at it logically there's there's probably no better time to set your way and start off on a on a new fitness journey um you've just been on a two or three week period of overindulgence over christmas of eating and drinking and enjoying yourself so you can see why people are, are ready to make the change but I suppose in terms of feelings, uh, that would be your, your first protocol. You'd have to look at why you have failed in the past. So don't be going into this year with the exact same plan as last year if it didn't work. You can't expect to do the same thing over again and expect a completely different outcome. Uh, one of the, the main reasons that I think people fail, though, is because they try to f- uh, commit to far too many new goals. Uh, they set the bar too high for themselves. Maybe pick... 10 things, 5 to 10 things that they're going to do this year and, and what happens is that they, they can't truly commit to one and as a result of that, once sort of one resolution gets dropped off it, it tends to cause like a, a domino effect and then the, the other chips start to fall so I suppose instead of having an all or nothing approach maybe pick one or two things that you you, you really want to get good at in the new year and try to, try to stick to them because the best way in my opinion is to make them uh, make them into habits and once you form a healthy habit a healthy habit will become routine and once you've got routine you're you're lost without it you know in terms of talking about habits i think it they said now that it takes uh two months two two to three months up to 90 days to form a new habit so in reality uh, you're going to have to stick at it for a fairly lengthy amount of time before anything gets done and although it'll be hard and you know you might fall off the wagon from time to time just sort of get back on it as soon as you can and stick it out because it'll be worth it in the end yeah, so basically not taking on too much at once, just take it step by step, maybe concentrate on one thing at a time, the thing that maybe gives you most value. So if your nutrition is awful at the minute, maybe just concentrate on tackling the nutrition first, getting that right before you maybe start a whole gym plan where training is going to increase your appetite, you're going to feel hungry, it's going to make it even harder to nail that diet down. Um, as trainers, one of the things in we get asked all the time, or we get obviously a lot of inquiries at this time of year, and a lot of people will say like, "Oh, I need, I need you to motivate me. I need motivation." And um, what's sort of your opinions on, on motivation then, as it pertains to sort of setting New Year's resolutions and new goals? I'm not a fan personally. Uh, I think motivation is very short-sighted. It's uh, I would rather work on sort of self-discipline over everything else. Uh, if you if you are a fan of motivation, like make sure it's intrinsic and make, make sure it's something that is very, very important to you. Like find your find your reason why you're trying to do it. Like are you happy with yourself and how you look? Uh, are you able to 
if you are you a young dad and you're you're able to play with your kids uh, but without getting out of breath you know look, look at those sort of things rather than maybe looking at an image of an instagram model um that you're never going to look like for for sort of short-term motivation because those things come and go and you, you got to find the you got to find your way and your real reason for for uh, staying on track basically yeah i think when really when people are messaging um, trainers or, or gyms and sort of saying you know they need motivation i think really what they're looting towards is um accountability is what they really need um just on that then accountability side of things how can people be more accountable what sort of tips can we give them to help them with their accountability yeah we, we all need accountability i mean last year was the first time that i've ever sort of took the plans plans of hiring a coach myself and by hiring a coach it's given me uh obviously it's, it's given me accountability every week with, with my, my check-ins and stuff it's took my programming out of my hands but what he's done is also set some short medium and long-term goals so like my training in the past, the last year or so, once I stopped playing football and I wasn't sort of training for sports anymore, like the wheels were spinning with my training, but I wasn't really getting anywhere. I was just sort of in no man's land. So accountability is absolutely massive. Yeah, I've been in the same boat as you, sort of first year there that I've actually got a, a coach for my training. And I suppose the, for, for some people, um, having a plan that you don't actually create yourself, having someone else set your exercises and sets and reps sort of takes it out of your hands. So you're not always just doing the stuff that you know you're good at. You're working on your weaknesses more. Um, and I do think, yeah, when, when people sort of ask us about motivation, they're really looking for that accountability. You know, if you have an appointment with a personal trainer every week, you know, you have to make it. You have to set that appointment, stick to it. Um, if they give you a plan, you know, they're going to be checking that you're doing your sessions, your three, four sessions a week. And that's really what it's about. Motivation comes and goes yeah. and what you're really looking at is discipline to come in and take its place that even when you don't want to you get the sessions done you get them complete and over time over 10 12 weeks and then long term all those things start to knit together and, and working you achieve results i think uh in terms of accountability again you know when you've got a a perspective of short term medium term and long term goals like say you have uh, a holiday planned in, in, in eight months time uh, it can be far too far away for the client to stay on track so if you're going with some sort of short four to six week term goals uh, then three to six month goals you know they're always working towards something the client can always use the excuse of oh it's okay I've got four months left I've got five months left and they can simply just f- fall away and uh, by, by instilling those sort of short-term medium-term goals it's, it keeps everybody on track over a longer period of time so yes it's a, a, a short-term goals with a longer-term vision is what I, I like to go with yeah it actually brings me on to something i was actually watching a ted talk um yesterday the day before and the guy was talking about our behaviors and a thing called present bass and basically we're just wired to make choices that suit us in the present that are going to give us either the most enjoyment or the most satisfaction in that present moment which is why if someone offers you a piece of cake when you know you're on a diet you think yeah but sure i can have it now and then i can get back on my diet tomorrow and then all those small decisions add up over time to those extra calories that you didn't need and if you just took the time or sort of thought it out and said no you know that's going to go a long way to helping you achieve your goals but i suppose it is irrational behavior. People know they shouldn't probably have the cake, but do it anyway. But I suppose if you're aware of that, 
that's how you can avoid one of those potential pitfalls. Set those short-term goals and be aware of that present bias and think about your long-term outcome of it. Yeah, I think it, it generally just comes down to uh, being an adult and making decisions that are sort of, yes, it's going to give you short-term pleasure, but are they detrimental to like your long-term health? And like you're saying about human behaviour, I think it's... It's obviously in our nature that we, we try to, justi- to justify our actions all the time. You know, you see it all the time. Someone does like two two weeks straight in the gym, stuck to their gym plan, stuck to their food plan, deserve a bottle of wine. Bottle of wine leads to a night out. Night, night out leads to a, a day of eating crap the next day. And then they're through off their plan for Monday. They can't be bothered turned up in the gym on a Monday. So you can see the domino effect again. Yeah, and just, just on that, Tor to mentioned Mondays. If you do set a goal and you fall off the wagon on a Thursday or a Friday, you do not have to wait until Monday to start again. Everything starts on a Monday. <laughs> you get on it straight away. So if you, on Thursday you just happen, you're going to meet your friends for lunch and you end up having something you maybe consider unhealthy or, you know, a sort of high calorie food or something, or you don't, you miss the gym then that evening, you do not have to wait the Monday to start again. You can put that right, right from your next meal. So if you go out for a big lunch, you know, your dinner, you can sort of pull it back a wee bit, get back on track. You can still go to the gym on Friday. You do not have to wait for Monday. It's probably one of the most annoying things, but we're all guilty of it. Yep. I've done it myself. If, I sort of, if I've ever got injured or missed a training session, I've kind of thought, yeah, we'll just start my program fresh from Monday. But that would be a huge tip for sticking to your goals in the year. Don't just wait for Mondays. Yeah. Um, I suppose it's the time of year where we see a lot of people sort of selling transformations, uh, detoxes, and all these sort of things. What would be your opinion on sort of six to 12 week sort of short term transformations? It's it's a touchy subject, I know that much, but there are sort of for the record, there are some on rail transformation coaches out there. Uh, it's just, you have to look at, is it the best and the most effective way to, to get long-term results? Uh, probably not. Uh, just speaking again from my own experiences, uh, I, I done it purely out of stubbornness. I wanted to see if I had the mindset to stay in a, in a calorie deficit for a certain amount of time. You know, I was used to eating big calories, high calories, all based around performance. And, you know, a few times I nearly fell off the wagon and I would, I would consider myself fairly strong-minded, but I was glad I seen it out. But I suppose the best way, if you are thinking about hiring a transformation coach, is look at maybe the, the clients that they work with a month or two months after and see if they're, they're still walking around in pretty good condition, if they've managed to continue on packing on muscle or, you know, they've continued to, to, to keep leaning out and, and look better all the time. You know, a, a lot of the time a lot of cross dieting is involved. So if you're talking about a, a long-term vision again, it's, it's probably not the, the best way to go about it, you know? Yeah, for me, I mean, my sort of thoughts on it are, if it works for six to 12 weeks, but only works for six to 12 weeks, then it hasn't worked. So basically, if you do a diet and it works for six weeks and you lose weight and you're happy with that, that's fine. But if, if it's impossible to sustain that weight loss and maintain that physique then, um, through the course of the year, either because it doesn't suit your lifestyle, um, it doesn't allow you to, to live your life, it doesn't allow you to socialise, then it hasn't worked. Um, for me, a longer-term approach is always better. For me, with clients, I like to factor in their lifestyle, what their yeah. schedule is. Um, if they do like to go out at weekends, if 
socializing with friends uh, sort of evolves around food if they go to meet for lunches you need to factor all these sort of things into someone's diet now there are great transformations out there um, but you have to really so, sort of sum it up for yourself if it, if it makes you happy yeah you're you're talking about the social aspect there which is massive so is it going to make you happy you've literally came off the back of Christmas where you've been enjoying nice foods are you ready to completely take them away you're going to go it's essentially going cold turkey from sugar on all the all yeah, going cold turkey from turkey going cold turkey from all the nice things in your life for like a, a prolonged period of time it's probably not the best thing to do straight after christmas i would uh, i would suggest you know if you're if you're adamant that you want to do one uh I would, I would suggest you do what everybody else does and start going into a slight deficit first and start monitoring your own food on, on the likes of MyFitnessPal. Once you get uh, an awareness on, for what macros look like, for what calories are made up like, and if you, if you want a higher coach, go and do it. But again, it's happiness. Like, is it going to make you happy? Because I know it's sort of very deep here, but I think you've got an idea in your head that right in eight weeks or in 12 weeks, I'm going to look like this and that's going to make me so happy but what can actually happen is it can turn out that it, it didn't make you as happy as what you first thought it can almost leave you feeling a wee bit deflated you thought you were going to get this sense of of elation and once uh, even if it does make you happy sometimes you can end up just pushing the goalpost further away and going right what's next what am I going to do because like it's n- nothing's ever good enough it's, again, it's human behaviour to keep pushing the goalpost further. Yeah, so Dara mentioned earlier about motivation, uh, that it should be intrinsic. Um, and he talked about, you know, finding your way. So if if one of your goals is to just have a better physique, maybe, you know, be really lean, have a six-pack bit of muscle, you have to ask yourself, why is that important to you? Is it because of sports performance, that being lean is going to make you a better athlete? Or is it simply that you want to look better? You have to ask yourself, why do you want to look better? I mean, we all want to look better, but is it worth giving up on so many things? What's it going to provide you with at the end of the day? And if you still want to go ahead with the transformation at the end of that, you know, that's 100% up to you. There's plenty of good coaches out there that you can find. Yeah, it's like tr- try to put more emphasis on enjoying the process as opposed to what the final outcome. Yeah, I mean, I'd say a lot of our sort of uh, group personal training clients and one-to-one clients at the minute, a lot of them, sort of train just so that they can keep living yeah. the way they're living they're not exactly looking to exactly, trade yeah. away down they just want to be able to stay healthy but still enjoy some bad food enjoy their weekends well I think enjoyment uh, taking us back to the very first point of why they feel uh, that's probably something that we, we should have said uh, enjoyment is probably the, the single most important factor uh, if, you, if, you, if you don't enjoy what you're doing just simply don't be doing it uh, there's there's a lot of other active things that we can be doing now that uh, keep us healthy and keep us burning calories without ever setting foot in the gym floor. And I know that's probably a bad business ploy to say that, but it's true. Just find something that, that you really enjoy and, and just try your best to stick to it. Yeah, so learning to enjoy the process, not just the results that you're going to get from that process. If you can do that, it's going to make it much easier to form that into a habit, as Dara said, you know, spending that three months to actually get that as part of your routine. So just moving on then, for anyone listening in that is completely new to the gym and thinking about starting in the new year, what advice then, Dara, can we give uh, absolute beginners who want to start the gym? Look, I completely understand that it is a 
well, it's perceived as a, a daunting environment that you're going to be walking into, but you have to just you have to overcome that initial fear. And once you get into a gym, you'll you'll realise that at least our gym anyway, no one cares. You know, everyone is there, and they're too self-absorbed on their own goals to worry about you know anybody else. Now that's that's just gym other gym members, and then obviously from a a coaching perspective, uh, you got to find a, a place that has, you know, knowledgeable and professional coaches and, you know, they're ready to sort of take you by the hand on your on your fitness journey and, and start you off with sort of the absolute basics and again, making it enjoyable so that you, you hopefully uh, stick to your plan and it's like anything else, like we said earlier on, make sure you're not setting the bar too, ha- too high for yourself. So instead of saying, right, I'm going to do five classes this week and a couple of weight sessions, just come in get through the door, get a feel for the environment, trial one or two classes in your first week, see how you get on, see how sore you are, and then take it from there. Yeah, I think definitely one of the common things you hear about gyms is that oh, they're, they're intimidating places. And it, it is hard for trainers sometimes to put themselves in, in beginner shoes because we are just used to being in the gym and we're kind of like, what, this place isn't intimidating. But if you can sort of get yourself past that, the number one thing is showing up. If you can show up to the gym, you've already you're already halfway there, really, as regards to your goals. Because you show up and just do something in the gym, it's going to be far better than doing nothing. Um, and to be honest, probably people's perceptions, maybe some big guys who are letting out some mad noises, dropping huge weights. Use uh, powerlifters again. Yeah, those powerlifters. But if you go up, they're the first people who'll give you advice on lifting, friendly advice. And probably the first people who'll give you a hand and help you out if you need a spot or anything. So sometimes people that look intimidating are often the ones who will probably give you the, the most help. Yeah, the, the amount of times that someone has said to me, oh, I was afraid to talk to you, you were standing there with tattoos and you're six foot three or whatever. And like, look, it's just all is not what it seems like, it's grand. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I'd be really happy with in, in our gym is that you can go up and ask almost any member or any member of staff for a hand and most people will learn and just go and help you out straight away um, and that that just comes about just from the sort of atmosphere and community we have in the gym and it's one of the probably probably the thing you're most proud of with, with setting up the gym is that we have that and we can rely on our members to to be the Tran- example trying for, to, for trying to create like a, a friendly uh, friendly culture yeah um, so yeah to summarize that for for new people Show up and, and do be something. Cons- be consistent. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to train with a huge amount of intensity. Just get used to getting in your car, getting to the gym a certain number of times a week and doing something. On to then regular gym users. Um, obviously, you know, in, in our gym anyway, we tend to find people stay year round. We don't yeah. get a huge sort of upsurge in January and then a huge drop off as the year goes on. We get people sort of year round. Um, but again, January is a great time for them to set themselves new goals, new targets. What advice could we give them then on how to set goals and, and stick them? Well, again, from experience in our gym, I suppose we are sort of two categories of gym user. We've got our general population clients, and then we've got a, a hell of a lot of athletes. So I suppose talk with, with like our gym pop clients first. you you got to bring it back. Did you enjoy your own training in the last year? Did you see results and did you get to where you wanted to be um, and were you happy with those results? If you weren't done, you think that you, you could do better this time around. Again, it's, it's probably time to get a bit of programming done for you or maybe take the next step again further of, of hiring a coach. Uh, our athletes then, I would probably base it off 
Obviously, did you enjoy it again? But from their perspective, did you stay injury-free? And did you get enough game time? And if not, could a coach or could a bit of programming again help you further this year um, towards sort of pushing on and, and uh, getting to where you'd like to be this time around? Um, I mean, in terms of how, how we can help you um, as a gym, we have lots of options at the minute, so it's a bit of a plug really, but um, we've started a, a group personal training membership, and what that does is it gives you uh, three small group sessions per week, which is a group of six or less uh, people. Uh, you get three sessions per week, and we concentrate on sort of the fundamental movements, so each workout is full body, squat pattern, hinge pattern, a push, pull, usually some core work and some carry variations. Um, as well as your three group sessions per week, you have access to the gym and all the classes. So we offer that as a membership now. So in terms of that accountability to help you with your goals, you've got those three supervised sessions per week, plus then whatever else you want to do on top of that. Um, if you're also in the area, we, we have a regular gym membership as well. Um, so fully equipped gym and then three classes per day. I think sort of the idea behind the, the group training is obviously this is traditionally been the time of year where we've went for boot camps and, and that sort of thing and again it's not a diss at boot camps but, but just think that in terms of value for our members and, and bang for your buck in terms of frequency we're going to get far more out of group training going forward it's a it's an approach sort of based around longevity again and the fact that you know you're getting your your three sessions a week and we are planning over sort of eight and 12 week periods continually as opposed to just coming in doing a boot camp and then maybe you know you always see it with the boot camps too everyone started off hot and heavy consistent for the first week or so and then once they missed off that, that first monday then again chip started the fall so it's going for longevity this time around yeah hitting that longevity so in kind of boot camp you tend to sort of smash your body into the ground for a few weeks and then next thing you know it catches up with you and you either need a rest or you get injured um, as Dara said, we, we programme sort of 8 to 12 weeks in advance for a group PT and if you listened to our podcast last week you'd have heard us talking about progressive overload and that's how you gain strength and that's how you get results and basically we plan ahead to make sure we have progressive overload planned for each individual that's doing the group PT um, the other options we have as well most of our coaches are now online coaches as well so if you're not in the area and you're listening to the podcast or even if you're in the area but you want an option that's more affordable than one-to-one -one training or group training and um, then you know send us a message on instagram or facebook and uh, inquire about some online training we have sort of free online consultation forms on both our instagram bios you go in and click on those um, and then we'll get back to you and sort of let you know how we can help you just then before we sort of summarize what we've talked about in this podcast and uh, sort of any further advice pitfalls things people need to watch out for when setting their goals don't go on a detox. Simple as that. We could get into a whole rant of a podcast about detoxes and booties. You're being sold wolf tickets. You're just a part of a pyramid scheme that doesn't work. People selling cyanides the latest. Yeah, the latest that's right. Cyanides they didn't even know about. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole shit show, so just don't, don't fall for any of those sort of gimmicks. And if someone has sponsored athlete on their bio, so you think, right, I trust this person, they're a sponsored athlete. If their sport is modeling, they're not an athlete. Uh, one more thing, I suppose. Any lads or, or girls that are going to message me six weeks out from Ibiza saying, hey, can I get shredded for the White Isle? You can fuck off because I'm not taking you. You can start now. <laughs>
Okay, then. so we'll summarize basically some of the points we've went through in this podcast just to sort of wrap it up for you. Um, we basically said, number one thing, make sure you don't take on too much at once. Set yourself one goal at a time to start out. When you've nailed that, that's when you can start layering on those extra goals. Um, don't rely on motivation. It's a bit of a myth. It's all about discipline. Um, show up, get the work done. If you're always relying on motivation, it comes and it goes. Be accountable. So whether that means you get a coach that you're accountable to, or even if you just sort of put your goal on social media and keep people updated, when your sort of social circle, your friends and family know what your goals are, you're just simply more likely to stick to them. Be aware of present bass. When you have a choice in front of you that your body is thinking, yes, let's go for this kick, let's go for this beer, think longer term. You know that really you don't need it, but you're, you're just wired to think that way. It's irrational. Just be aware of it, and it helps you overcome it. Um, learn to enjoy the process. Find things you like doing, and it'll make it a lot easier to stick to. And then just basically show up, do something. Yeah. Three, three things you can do for free that'll make you feel good. Adopt a dog from an animal shelter. Get your daily step count up. By walking your dog. By walking your dog and put yourself into a slight calorie deficit. And there's three things that are all going to contribute to the same goal, happiness. Listen, guys, thanks very much for listening to episode two. Again, if you could all please subscribe on Spotify if that's how you're listening to us. Um, if you're on iTunes, subscribe. And please, if you could also leave us a five-star rating. And to be honest, I'm not really sure how Stitcher works. I've never used it because I'm an Apple user and I've got Spotify. But if you can subscribe there, please do that as well. And I just want to give a couple of shout-outs really quick. Um, well, firstly, I want to give a shout-out to Ray Coleman because he sorted out all our sound problems that we've been having this morning. And just a shout-out to all you guys for listening in and giving us your support over the last week. Really appreciate it. Thanks again. And you'll hear from us next week.